today on CityCast Denver. Breakfast burritos are such a staple of Denver cuisine, we almost take them for granted. They are everywhere, from gas stations to diners to one of our dozens of takeout Mexican joints around the city. But we wanted to know who makes the best ones and what exactly makes the best breakfast burrito. Today is Wednesday, September 29th, 2021. I'm Bree Davies, and this is CityCast Denver. Welcome back to CityCast Denver. I'm Paul Caroli. I'm here with our host, Bree Davies. Hi, Paul. Our other producer, Alexander McMahon. Hello. And our newsletter writer, Peyton Garcia. Hi. Peyton and Alexandra are in the front seat of our mobile recording studio today because we are on location <laughs> near Brighton Boulevard, just outside the Rhino Art Park, where we ate a whole mess of breakfast burritos. And we're going to pick our favorite, pick the best one in the whole city. It's high stakes. It's important business. And we should get to it right now. Bree, let's start with you. Set the table for us. What makes a good breakfast burrito? I think Peyton would disagree with me on this aspect. But to me, it's like the handheldness of a breakfast burrito. Because often you're like mm-hmm. eating it in the car, on the way to somewhere. You're bringing it to a group of people. I don't know why that's what a thing we do with breakfast burritos. But like, I feel like if I'm getting breakfast burritos, I'm like picking up a bunch. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they're portable is important. Um, the ratio of ingredients is important. And uh, I mean, I think we'll talk spice level too. That we'll tends to be Absolutely. something no. integral to a breakfast burrito to me. Yeah. So you got potatoes, you got eggs, you got a protein. Mm-hmm. And that handheld nature. I mean, I also agree that that's pretty important. But there's that other type. This that exterior smothered. Eat it on a plate type. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also a breakfast burrito. Yes, which is like a Colorado-style burrito in general. So, Peyton, how did we choose the four burrito places that we uh, that we sampled this morning? Well, it was a very scientific process. First thing we did was we put out a call to our listeners and our readers asking for their recommendation for best breakfast burrito um, in the area. And we were slammed with answers. (laughs) There were so many. We're only human. We could not do them all. Um, So what I did was I I listened to all of the voicemails and the emails and I tried to find overlap, which there was not a lot of. And then I did some research, some Googling for lists of best breakfast burritos in Denver. And then I tried to find overlap in that way. So I tried to find burritos that were both recommended by our listeners and um, on these lists that I Googled. So that's how we got the four burritos that we tried this morning. So are, do you think listeners are going to be disappointed to not hear their favorite? Like, what, how do we address the fact that there's like a zillion breakfast burrito places and we tried four? What do we say about that? Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I think we say. <laughs> that was my concern. Well, why don't we why don't we play a few of the of the responses yeah. we got just to give them a shout out in the episode? I like that. Hi, this is Carol in Virginia Village, and my favorite breakfast burrito is at Little Anita's New Mexican Restaurant. 
Hi, this is Jake from Uptown calling regarding the uh, breakfast burrito reconnaissance, and I wanted to submit for your consideration one fold at 1420 East 18th Avenue. Uh, yeah, hey y'all, uh, this is uh, Hamilton, uh, I live in Ruby Hill. I uh, just wanted to shout out the uh, breakfast burrito at uh, Fratanga's, like uh, Alameda and Federal. Hey, this is Audrey Young out in the Wheat Ridge area. I want to do um, call and give a shout out to Bonfire Burrito out in Golden. Um, I've been a big fan of Santiago's, but when I found Bonfire Burrito in Golden, and I had the chupacabra, and the chupacabra for Bonfire Burrito is the best breakfast burrito that I've ever had. All right, let's get into it. Alexandra, you went to what place? And tell us about it. Okay. I went to La Casita. I bought a few burritos there. Good mix of some meat. Vegetarian for Paul. Thank you. Um, and uh, so a little bit of backstory. La Casita has been around in Denver for like 40 plus years. And um, they're, the restaurant's actually owned by councilperson Amanda Sandoval's family. Um, and they describe their food as New Mexican style. And I'm kicking myself now because when I was getting the burritos, I was going to ask like, hey, what kind of chilies do you use? I mean, I think it's safe to say they probably use hatch chilies since they describe their food as New Mexican. But I wanted to know if they do use Pueblo chilies because that's, you know, the great chili debate. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And, uh, oh, other fun fact. They want to... Westward Best of Denver Award in 2019 for their tamales. Because this place is technically, the full name is Tamales by La Casita. Interesting. So their big thing is tamales. And I was seeing stuff online that around the holiday season, I mean, the line is like out the door and down the block for people trying to get tamales. Well, what did we all think about La Casita's breakfast burritos? Bree, what do you, how about you? It was good. I thought their chili had the most spice of the... Uh, burritos that we tried today i thought it was a nice level a little bit hotter than the rest of them Mm -hmm. um the the egg and potato mix was a little overpowering i think but overpowering how so because i have a note on this you do i thought there was too much of it percentage wise in the burrito that was my take on it Uh, for me it was meat side potato specifically this was like just a big bites of potato yeah i was not but it was like like mashed potato. It wasn't like mm-hmm. the like cubes that you normally get in yeah. burritos. And that I kind of liked that. It was like a, it was, it made the consistency of the burrito very kind of like soft and mushy, which maybe some people wouldn't like that. I liked it. Yeah. I felt like it was definitely the most unique burrito out of the four we tried just in the sense that, yeah, the potatoes were not cubed. Um, they were more of a consistency like mashed potatoes and the eggs appeared to be mixed in with the mashed potatoes. Um, and I also felt like there was kind of a lack of like bacon and cheese. So I, mm-hmm. I agree with you, Brie, that I just think yeah. the potatoes dominated percentage-wise, ratio-wise. But I will say I kind of liked that their eggs were not as 
like like that they were kind of mixed in more because I don't know I'm weird about eggs with my breakfast burritos like I just don't like it when it's like so much egg in my mouth and I feel like that's all I can taste Mm -hmm. and so I kind of liked that there was less egg in this burrito and then just going back to Bree's note about the chili I thought the chili was so good I thought this was like a perfect amount of heat for me but um I know that not everyone in this car can handle really spicy stuff okay (laughs) she's talking about me and i will say it's hard for me to have notes on the chili because i do feel like i had my first burrito and the level of spice it had just like then my tongue couldn't tell the rest of the the rest of the burritos i i have no opinion on the spice level because it all just tasted hot (laughs) well the vegetarian option here was red chili so i didn't even taste this green that you all are talking about it sounds nice um red chili was fine not very spicy not a lot of flavor overall this was not my favorite burrito that's interesting i don't think i've ever had a breakfast burrito with red chili in it i only associate breakfast burritos with green chili no i mean for a little bit backstory when i was ordering they threw me for a curveball because i was like can i have a vegetarian burrito and they were like do you want red chili in that instead of green and i was like well is there meat in the green and they were like yes but we could strain it out That was nice of but them to offer. It was very nice. So, yeah. But I was like, all right, I don't know what Paul wants, so I, I gave you the red chili. Sorry, it wasn't very good. I wonder whose dietary restriction that that serves, straining the, the meat out of the chili. <laughs> not me. No. Not me. Uh, let's move on. Peyton, how about you? Where, where did you go and what would you think about it? Okay, so I went to Babacino's, and part of the whole reason we want to do this burrito battle debate is because... I will die on my Bubba Chino's Hill. I think it is the best place to get breakfast burritos in the entire state of Colorado. And there's a whole big messy backstory that I'm sure a lot of longtime Denverites are aware of. Um, Stella Cordova bought the Chubby's Burger Drive-In on 38th back in 1967. And she started selling her burritos and her famous green chili out of it. And it was a hit. It was huge. People loved it. And then her her family is huge. She had 10 kids and they all had a bunch of kids. And a bunch of cousins and grandkids and kids started opening Chubby's locations all over the state. Um, so there's a bunch of them. And they're not completely affiliated with each other. Um, there's like 15, I think, right now in Denver. Wow. Um, but then there was this whole thing where one of the grandkids opened chubby's babachinos on federal and they there was this he was working with one of the grandsons that now runs the original chubby's but then they got into a big fight and the chubby's grandson sued the babachinos grandson so he had to change his name to just babachinos and then he franchised it and opened a bunch of babachinos locations mm. um including the one in brighton which is the one that i go to and i think there is a huge difference. I refused to let Brie pick up burritos from the one on Federal because I just think it's different. I've had them once and it's just not the same. I think the B-Town version is where it's at. That's where I grew up. I was raised on B-Town Bubachinos. Um, But what's interesting is I went in this morning and I asked the guy a little bit about, you know, I asked if Leonard was there. Leonard is the grandson that franchised Bubachinos and was sued and had to change the name. Um, and he said, we're not affiliated with Leonard anymore. 
Um, which I didn't realize. I love the beef that just continues oh, in know. this family. It's crazy. There's been a lot of suing. Um, and right now, I actually think Bubba Gino's at one point had a handful of locations around the metro area. When I asked the guy, he said he thinks there's only just the one other one, which is on federal, because that's still a Bubba Chino's, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. right by my house. Yeah. And um, they're actually not affiliated. So what it sounds like is um, they both kind of just became independent of each other. And I think that's why they probably taste so different. Hmm. Um, so this is me advocating for the B-Town Bubba Chino's. <laughs> I love it. Um, the vibe is, is great. I grew up there. They're very... Um, they are very involved with like the local school and they have a bunch of they have photos of all these different students from Brighton and Prairie View um, hanging on the wall. The students that went to serve in the military, including one of my stepbrother, he went and served in the Navy after high school and he's got a photo. Of so anyways, oh, that's cool. That is kind of the very short version of the history of Babuccinos and Chubby's. It's really interesting. Try Googling it. Westford had this really great five page article about the whole thing but it's interesting all right and we should say this was a uh this was not the handheld style this showed yes. up in a styrofoam container this burrito was smothered with cheese so and you, chili. you can get it handheld but i broke the rules because i like to order it smothered <laughs> and there it's all about the green chili there at babachinos so i i had it delivered to the team in a styrofoam container fully smothered how do we feel about that I mean, I got to say, so usually I'm a cheese in my burrito and uh, in the in the breakfast burrito case, I like my chili in the burrito as well. But Bubba Chino's cheese ratio was off the charts and I loved it. I thought it was a, such a nice, it was like a nice coating along with the chili. Um, their burrito, too much tortilla. It's a really giant tortilla. I had the same experience with mine. It was just a wad of tortilla in my mouth. But the che- the cheese and chili part was definitely my favorite. Yeah, the cheese was really good. Uh, I will say, I mean, I normally like smothered burritos. Like, I'm all about it. But with the breakfast burrito stuff, I think because you've got a lot of dry ingredients on the inside. Like, it's just like just like bacon and potatoes and eggs and so when I was cutting into it it was just kind of all falling out like I needed some like cheese or chili or something in there to kind of keep the consistency together to keep it all glued together so that I could get it in one bite and so but I uh, the other thing that I did love though was the bacon was super crispy and just really cooked well yeah I have to say I love their I feel like their ingredients are really like made that morning really good um and you don't have to worry about it falling apart if you're like me and you just smash your face in and inhale it. <laughs> oh, it doesn't okay. matter. So yeah, it was you. Yeah. It was you. It was you. Oh, okay, so. okay. Paul, oh. what did you think of your of your experience? Just terrible. Just terrible. Oh, just, Paul, I think I think I'm Paul away, didn't Paul. get a smothered oh, though no. because he got the vegetarian. Yeah, and here here's where I think this is like the one point I have to make about the whole conversation. I don't think breakfast burrito as a category works for vegetarians right now. Yeah, mm. I can I think see that. Without green chili inside, if you're not making a vegetarian green chili to have something with a little bit of moisture inside, just cheese, egg, and potato inside a tortilla is going to always be dry. Very dry. Yeah, yeah. Okay, my you guys are totally is... going to judge me, but like growing up, 
um, when I would get babachinos, I always got them dry because I didn't like the chili. It was too hot. Now I love the chili. <laughs> but I, what you'll learn about me is I really like things that are like kind of dry like that. I like things that are like kind of burnt. Um, so I begged <laughs> okay. to differ. I freaking loved a dry ass tortilla filled with like dry ass ingredients. But that's just me. I'm a You're weirdo. losing your credibility as our foodie. I know. <laughs> I know. I like know. You're our resident foodie and you're like, I, have, I love a dry burrito. <laughs> I have quirks. Okay, guys. <laughs> um, all right, Brie, let's move on to you. Where did you go? What did you think about it? I went to Tamale Kitchen, um, and I am a Tamale Kitchen uh, fan. My family goes there quite often, but we don't go there for breakfast burritos. In fact, I didn't know they had them because if you've ever been to a Tamale Kitchen, there's eight of them. The menu is insane. Um, it's giant. It's complicated. There's all these different ways you can order things. It's not really explained. Um and so I, we usually do like the family pack of tamales, uh, beans and rice, chili and stuff. So I was pleasantly surprised by how good their, I've just never had their breakfast burritos. And um, I thought they were delicious. I really loved the mixture. The ratio was great of everything. The bacon was really nice. It was not skinny crappy little pieces of bacon it was really nice pieces of bacon and it was just the right amount of spice it wasn't super spicy um but i i thought they i was uh i was not let down by a place that i eat other things at i also am now a fan of their breakfast burritos Mm. What did y'all think about the tortillas on the tamale kitchen burrito? Yes, I was going to say that. I feel like the the biggest I felt like it was very similar to um Santiago's mm-hmm. which is the other burrito that we tried. Um but I felt like the biggest difference was their tortillas to, they were really thick, which indicates to me that they're made in-house. I don't know that for sure. That's just my guess, but the the tortillas felt um thicker, maybe a little more handmade, mm-hmm. but I feel like there's something about the way they wrapped them too. Like on a Santiago's burrito, the way they wrap them, they don't like fold, do a lot of folding of the no, tortilla. No, it's at like the can be a kind of precarious situation with a Santiago's burrito. But the Tamale Kitchens, you're right, were like a package. Yeah, you're you're trading the uh, the messiness of not a, a, t- a lack of a tight fold for yes. the first bite always being mostly tortilla. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I should say a little on the history. I some somehow don't know anybody connected to the family that um, runs Tamale Kitchen, but they have eight locations. They started uh, door-to-door tamale sales in 1980 and opened their first spot in 81. Um, And now they have eight locations. Like I said, the menus are all a little bit different, so you may not get the exact same thing, but it's similar in concept across the board. So, Hmm. Any other big points about Tamale Kitchen? This probably my favorite one. Really? The flavor. This, yeah. I don't know. This might have been my least favorite one. I'm sorry. Just because the chili was so mild mm-hmm. and um, I didn't think it had a ton of flavor. And also I felt like the chunks of bacon in the burrito were a little overpowering. Like I feel like I'd bite into it and all I tasted was bacon. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on to our final spot, Santiago's. The king, the heavyweight contender, in my opinion. Yeah. And I'll say right off the top, I did this wrong. I went to the one on Leedsdale. Instead of ordering the protein of the day, I went with bacon to try to standardize among all the orders. We talked about this beforehand. You're welcome, listeners. We prepared for this. <laughs> uh, 
And they charge double for when you get a protein that's not their like protein of the day. So instead of three dollars, these reach six dollars. Thank you, CityCast. Wow. 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 Isn't I didn't that know odd? that. Also, it takes longer. That is odd. If you don't order like the main thing I that f- they're serving. I feel like it's because of the volume that they do. For sure. Like they're like, we do so much bur- breakfast burrito volume that we've got to do something across the board every day or this is going to be a nightmare. If yeah, everybody but- is ordering some kind of different meat, it's all over the board. But like I can see why they're like, if you want something out outside of what we're doing, it's going to cost you because it screws up our our like process yep that's exactly what happened here uh what, what did you santiago's i don't know what, what needs to be said there's it's uh, there's like 30 locations it started in brighton woman-owned they do a lot of charity who doesn't love santiago's yeah i mean well and much like peyton's favorite b-town favorite is Bubbachinos. i also grew up half of my childhood was spent in brighton and uh santiago's was the first breakfast burrito i ever had and i still it's still my favorite. Mm-hmm. I think it makes for a good second when I can't get down to Brighton for Bravachinos. <laughs> it's okay. It's good. What uh, What did we think about the Santiago's burrito? Alexandra, how about you? Um, I'm going to start with the chili heat because that's my most, that's the most important thing to me. Um, thought it was good. Medium chili heat. Not like super spicy. Not super mild. Um, I liked that it was like big strips of bacon. In there, yeah. that was cool, and uh, but you know the my biggest complaint was the eggs. Again, I said earlier, like I'm weird about eggs. I just they tasted like they'd been sitting out for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I would think in uh, some somewhere that does the volume that Santiago does, they're not. I would just, I would imagine they're not making burritos oh, yeah, to order. For sure. So it's like, I mean, I don't blame them. It's like, right. yeah, you got to keep up with the crowds, but like. Eh, not not my favorite kind of eggs. Uh, Brie, how about you? Santiago's, what did you think about the breakfast burrito? It was my favorite, honestly. I was trying to not be biased going into it because, like I said, it was my first breakfast burrito. It's it's my favorite breakfast burrito, but I still, I think the ratio is good. The bacon was great. I think the chili's the right amount of heat. I'm not particular about my eggs, I've realized in this conversation. I, I eat eggs every day. I will eat them pretty much anyway, so... Yeah, I thought the only my only complaint about Santiago's is what you brought up, Paul, that it can kind of get a little messy because they don't really fold the burrito. And again, I feel like this is an efficiency thing where they're just like, put that burrito together, get it out the door. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. First bite, last bite. Those are sometimes problems at Santiago's for sure. Yes. Xandra, how about you? What was your favorite? We've heard Breeze. We've heard Peyton's. What do you think? I think my favorite was La Casita. I mean, I didn't go into the day expecting that to be my favorite. I've never tried it before. I usually just eat Santiago's breakfast burritos, but I was pleasantly surprised. And I, you know, I think I, uh, they, they made a new regular customer out of me. I, I will go back and keep buying as long as their green chili stays as hot as, as it was today. Nice. Nice. And me, I don't know. They're all so similar. For vegetarians, like I said, this is like, it's not a fun food category. So whatever's closest, I guess, to my house or where I am at any given time, that's the best breakfast burrito for me. And I think that's probably what our, the, like, uh, the responses we got from our listeners reflects as well. Everybody has their favorite. Everybody has one that's probably just close to their house and convenient. That's what breakfast burritos are all about. Do we have consensus? No. no. Is that okay? Yes. That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. Like what you heard? Tell a neighbor about us. Or better yet, leave us a kind review on Apple Podcasts. Want even more news? 
subscribe to our morning newsletter at denver.citycast.fm. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye-bye. Sorry, I'm getting distracted. Um, there's a real situation. There's a, next a, a yeah. Someone person. parked another mobile studio next to our mobile studio. <laughs> yeah.